to the Nash scrap. He let loose on the show yesterday over the Labor government's approach to gangs and the $30,000 limit placed on what the police could grab. He wanted the limit set at zero. He says he was blocked. What's it say about Hipkins' leadership? Surely he could see the common sense in what you were arguing. You'd think so, wouldn't you? So is Hipkins a weak leader? Well, I think in this case he got it wrong. You know, we had, we had an opportunity to go really hard against gangs. But, but the thing was, is I thought, because he had been police minister, that he would back me on this one and that I would win against Kitty Allen, who said, no, no, we're going to do 2,000. And he didn't. But, he's but soft, it, that it means might. he's soft on crime. Well, I think he misjudged this. Uh, I think he misjudged this. And I think he misjudged Zealanders' appetite to really go incredibly hard against the gangs. Oh. Chris Hipkins is with us. Very good morning. Good morning, Mike. Has he got that right? No, I don't agree with Stuart. I mean, the $30,000 threshold in the Proceeds of Crime Act was actually established not by our government, but by the national government that preceded it. And uh, we, we, I, I was very clear right the way through the process of the bill that's you know, now, now a law um, that we were open to considering a different threshold. And we actually specifically asked the Select Committee to look at that. Um, the Select Committee unanimously recommended that it stay at 30000 and that was that included people like Mark Mitchell and Paul Goldsmith who were on that Select Committee. So, um, you know, I understand the current government want to relook at that. I'm open to relooking at it. But, you know, the, the overall consensus um, was that it should stay at 30. Did Stuart come to you and say it needs to be zero? Um, I initially, I mean, the, the, the bill was my bill. Or I, I was one of the co-sponsors of the bill alongside the then Minister of Justice, Kitty Allen. And we put a number of options up, which um, I, I favoured a $10,000 threshold. Um, Justice favoured a 30000 threshold based on the current threshold that was in the existing law. Um, and so we uh, we said to the Select Committee, well, you know, we'll leave it at 30000 but you come back to us if you recommend a change. And they didn't. Did Stuart come to you and ask for zero? Uh, Stuart would have preferred zero. I, I was no. never comfortable with zero. I would have I would have been open to a 10,000 threshold if that's where it had landed up. Right, so when he came to you and said, I want zero, did you say to him, go and convince Kerry? Um, I certainly encouraged them to have a discussion, and we had a discussion about it at Cabinet. You know, there wasn't an appetite to go to zero. Okay, so he got beaten in Cabinet. So his story is, in fact, accurate. He wanted zero, and no one wanted to back him on it. Yeah, I mean, there's a pretty important principle at stake here, Mike. I mean, basically, the law change that we put in place reverses the onus of proof. It says that you're guilty until you can prove yourself to be innocent. And I think the fact that we passed a law that did that, um, you know, I think speaks volumes about our, our intention to crack down on gangs. The fact that we wanted to ensure that there were some restrictions in place on when that could be applied, I think, is not unreasonable. Well, in your view, but he was arguing something completely different and saying that we have a chance to go really hard and we need to do it. And so basically what he's told us is right. You guys weren't as hard or looking to be as hard on gangs in that particular aspect of the law as he was wanting to be. Well, there, there certainly wasn't support for that. I mean, even even the National Party weren't supporting that. The Select Committee came back and said that the threshold should stay at $30,000. Yeah, but you don't have to follow what the Select Committee does. You can do whatever you like. You're the government. Yeah, but I mean, when you're when you're dealing with you know um, issues that are as as basic, you know, in terms of fundamental law, is reversing the the, the burden of proof, um, so that someone's presumed guilty until they can prove themselves to be innocent. I think having a threshold for that to apply is not an unreasonable. But thing. but his argument was that you can get a chopper for less than thirty thousand dollars, and your gold plate it's worth less than thirty thousand dollars. You're riding around on your chopper, you sold drugs, beat somebody up to get your chopper, and you get to keep your chopper. And that's not cra- you know that's not cracking down as hard as he wanted. That's not an unreasonable yeah. argument, is it? 
Well, no, the change that we did make um, was to make the 30,000 threshold cumulative. So your, your cumulative assets, um, more than $30,000, are therefore subject to being confiscated by the police, which means if you have a bike and you have a you know flat screen TV and you have other things that you might have, cumulatively worth more than 30000 then the police can take them. He claims Kerry said it's anti The law is working. Yeah, but yes, the, the well, is it? I mean, the, okay. the, the motorbikes that were destroyed last week. They remember? were under your the law is actually working. Yep. yep, no, I get that. Yeah. Did Kerry say it's anti Maori? Uh, I don't recall her ever making that claim in regard to this particular debate, no. Would that be the view of the Cabinet of the time that this looked a bit anti Maori if you went too hard against the gangs? No, I think everyone around the Cabinet table recognised that gangs are a problem and that we needed to do more, and that's why we made the more change that we did. So the clarity we've got is that you just didn't want to go as far as Nash, and on that you would you would stand behind? Um, I've said that I'm open to a lower threshold. I generally wouldn't support a zero threshold, but I'm certainly open to a lower threshold. OK, what do you make of Nash going public on this? Oh, former ministers are entitled to their reckons. I mean, others have written books about their reckons where they've disagreed with their colleagues. It's, you know, it's his life to do with what he wants to nowadays. Ginny's coming up after eight o'clock to issue apology number two to Mark. How over the line did she go in your view? Oh, I think you know she went well over the line, um, too far. Um, too personal, and the, you know, I think it's right that she's apologised repeatedly to him for that. Did she? Should she have apologised immediately instead of the six days it took? Did you counsel her uh, on that? No, she did apologise on the day. Um, she apologised. I understand. But the, I, I got feedback from her that she had apologised. I understand subsequently that that was via. My understanding is it was a text, a, and she said she yeah. crossed the line. There wasn't an apology. Do you, if you say I, by text, I've crossed a line, is that an apology in your view? Well, I think the following day she rang him and gave her an apology in person. Okay. Did you tell her to do that or she initiated that herself? Uh, no, I certainly suggested to her that an apology would be the right thing to do. All right. Appreciate your time. Chris Hipkins, the leader of the Labour Party. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.